another conversation welcome to making it last podcast where it's all about helping us to have better relationships not just with ourselves but other people and i'm always well my bass is going to come out a bit because leadership is one of the things that i'm very interested in but not only that because the workplace is where we spend a lot of our time so if it is that you have a leader who is toxic or otherwise it can be overly stressful so we're going to be talking to eric hoss hall sapple did i pronounce that right like whole sapple whole sapple okay whole sapple. all right whole sapple so he's been an entrepreneur for 40 years he's been practicing mindfulness for about 30 he taught at colorado state university he taught real estate but he recently released a book author he's the author profit with presence and it talks about the 12 pillars of mindful leadership and that's what we're going to be talking about welcome eric thank you for having me this morning so let's get well before we get into it what inspired you to actually just put all of this in a book well, I do, I've seen the difference that it's made for my, myself, primarily, and my family, the people that I work with, and then I run a mindful leadership program, Living in the Gap, and I see the difference it made, and I am also troubled by when I look at the world, how things are going and how mindless it is, how divisive we are, how distracted we are, how gridlocked we are, and I, uh, I think a lot of people in the business community in particular have the mm-hmm. wrong idea of what mindfulness is that it's too soft and you know it takes too much time and then i find it to be focus and that focus is is uh very instrumental in business success okay so let's go right into it what's the first one the first pillar mm-hmm. is uh be present and practice mindfulness you know it just it's just a start with an intention of being alert and awake and aware of your surroundings and who you are. And it takes some practice, you know. As I was about to say, just how easy is that with all the distractions though? Well, we recommend starting really small. Like if you're going to meditate and everybody doesn't have to meditate, but if you're going to meditate two minutes, you know, start with three gratitudes a day, just, you know, being grateful and just start being more aware of your surroundings and, and present and have that intention and as you go into it further mm-hmm. you'll want a little more plus you'll become more efficient more focused and you'll have more time uh and you can practice a little more but to start with it you, our minds are very busy and yes. if we start with 20 minutes a half an hour sometimes that can be counterproductive because we just come away going oh gosh i can't meditate mm. it's, it's, it's too busy up there but for, <laughs> but for two minutes we can handle it Okay. 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 Well, what's, what's the next one? Number two, identify your purpose in life. Hmm. Pretty, pretty essential to finding meaning and having your work be a calling versus just a job that you're dragged to. 
But uh, what are you really here for? Who are you, and and what do you what do you hope to accomplish in this body on this earth for the period of time that you have? I find that when somebody hasn't found when they're looking for motivation, they can't find why can't I get motivated? Why can't I get this team motivated? So often it goes back to people don't even know why they're there or what they're doing, you know, or or if jobs just for the money or running a business is just for profit, those aren't purposes. Purposes, mm-hmm. profits mm-hmm. the result of doing something meaningful, delivering something that is a value, you know, and, and then profit results, but it's not like the purpose in itself. It's a very empty, it's a very empty pursuit. I have found that was that's what's been true in my life. Do you do you think that this is something that happens at a specific time. Let, 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 me, let, let me say what I mean. I feel unless you have a strong sense of self, you can't be open to even finding out what that purpose is. And I think a lot of times for some people, it comes with age and experience. I have found that for so many of us, we get our purpose from our culture and our society and our families that we've been told. And, and unfortunately, it's mostly to produce and consume. Yes, you know, that's our sadly. that's our government uh, mandates because they have found that that's how economic, you know, our, our resources get multiplied the best is if everybody is, you know, going in wow. debt and producing and, and going in debt and consuming. And those aren't purposes. And so why I suggest we really have a deep look at those purposes, some from family, some from culture, some of them we adopt and some of them we reject. But we find out with what's our own calling and purpose? What do we want to do? Never mind. Can we buck culture? Are we strong enough to say no? You know, I'm not just trying to see how many hours I can work or how big a house I can buy, but I'm trying to make a difference for people. Yes. Including including myself. Yes. You know, yes. because it's happiness that most of us are seeking and we seek them in things. Yes. But they're not in things. They're in, it's an inside job. Now, things mm. are great. I like things. You know, there's nothing wrong with them. And I want every, you know, and I believe I'm an economist. I believe in production and consumption and all those things, but they're not purposes. Yes. So to come up with what your higher yes. calling or your purpose is can make motivation no longer be a problem Hmm. that's how we pop out of bed and that's how we really accomplish things that's how we can really be successful i can i can relate to that i i I can honestly relate to that because i i said it recently in a class i said it's really not about the money (laughs) part of what motivates me is to see on graduation day or at the end of a semester to see that I've aided in somebody's growth. That is what keeps yeah. me going. So I can, I can really relate to what you're saying. Good. Number three. <clears throat> I'm clarity, vision, intention, commitment, and habits. So hmm. mindfulness and purpose help give us clarity. And then what do we vision for ourselves? What life do we want to have and what life do is worth living into? And then we come up with an intention of having that. An intention is huge. That that's really just puts your uh, yes. your purpose on steroids. And then <laughs> commitment and habits. We have you know our commitment is who, who we say we are. You know what we want to do, and our habits are who we really are. That our habits are are who we are daily. They're little tiny things that's supposed to make life easier. And so often our habits and our commitments are misaligned. I need to bring my habits in line <laughs> with my commitments. 
so that they support what I'm committed to. Because otherwise, they say some 95% of our actions are habitual. They're just the neck, we're just doing the next thing, you know, not meta-conscious of, of what we're doing. So the opportunity is to train my habits to be towards what my goals are. So that even when I'm not paying attention, I'm working towards what I want rather than sabotaging what I want. We can train mm-hmm. ourselves. It takes some practice and it needs take some awareness of how we've been trained to sabotage ourselves and not fulfill our goals. <laughs> like I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I can't do it or yes. I don't deserve it. Yes. Into, yeah, that's what I want. Here's my vision. And 24-7, I can train myself to work towards a vision that uh, that's consistent. And also, <clears throat> holidays come up, we get sick, mm-hmm. you know, disruptions come up, so that we fall off our habits, our commitments yes. get us back on the horse again. Our commitments say, okay, Christmas is over. Let's get back on it again. So my commitments and my habits need to be aligned. And they need to be aligned with my vision <clears throat> and my intention but they're the ones that steer my rudder day in and day out my commitment and my habits vision is a longer term goal usually yeah well i take we're gonna continue this conversation we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right mothers and fathers husbands and wives sisters and brothers friends for life won't live in the past all i wanna do now I recently have been coached by the great Miss Noreen Daly. I own a video company. I'm also an online influencer. So I do a lot of speaking virtually and in person. She was able to point out some of my weaknesses that I didn't yet notice. And I 100% recommend Miss Noreen Daly as your coach. Noreen Daly, redefining the way you communicate. You can't live your best life without a healthy immune system. Boost your immune system the delicious way with Zappi's organic juices and punches. Made from local produce with zero added sugar, our juices cleanse and revitalize your body as they boost your natural immunity. Try our delicious flavors. Beat it. Berry Bomb. Get Fresh. Ton Up. And Island Splash. Find us on Instagram at Zappies Organics or call or send a WhatsApp message at 1-876-779-8910 to order today. That's 1-876-779-8910. Zappies Organic Juices and Punches. Live your best life today. Photography is an art, but more so, photography must come from the heart. Precious moments, priceless times. Take a pic and know it will turn out fine. BMC Photography JA, beautiful moments captured. Let's go. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for four is success is a mindset of be do have say that again success is a mindset Mm -hmm. of be do have 
What that means is that success begets success. It's success isn't something to become. It's something you are. It's happiness isn't something to get someday. It's something to be now. And the science shows mm -hmm. irrefutably that if I'm happy and have a feeling of success, I will achieve more than if I'm waiting to get those things someday. And I would say, who do you want to deal with? Someone that's successful or someone that's waiting to be successful, meaning they're unsuccessful. Someone that's content or someone who's discontent. I feel that you'll get the calls and you'll be in the mindset to take those actions if you're if you're happy and successful. Culture has taught us not to be that way until we've achieved yeah. tenure, you know, uh, millionaire status, you know, the house on the beach, whatever it is. Culture has taught us that that's a someday phenomenon. We go, ah, oh. my experience is that isn't what happens. When we do accomplish those material things, we move the goalposts and say, you true. know what? No, that's I need a true. bigger house. Oh, my car. I've got a good car, but it's not a Mercedes. I've got this, but oh, what about the vacation in wherever? So that if we have a right mindset, we can be happy on the journey. And, and we still go to Tahiti or wherever it is we want to go. Well, we can bring our happiness there, not go there and look to be happy once we get there. And if I'm and if I'm happy and successful in my business, you know, when I get there and have achieved those goals, then I'm happy and successful and share those. As opposed to my just believing once I get there, then boom, oh, happiness will come. I don't I, I think it's a training, it's a practice to be happy. It's a commitment mm. to yourself. It's a choice. I, I love what you said just now in terms of be, just be happy on the journey. And you're absolutely right. I think that is why more often than not, people are so, so unhappy because it's always the next thing, always looking, what is the next thing? What is the next thing I'm going to do rather than just enjoying the process? Love it, love it, love it. Number five. Well, you're going to challenge me because I don't have it all memorized. I'll look quick. <laughs> I was I wondering. I'm like, okay, he's just doing pretty good so up. far. Let me look quick. <laughs> I'm like, he's I'll wrapping get him them out of order. He knows, he I'll knows get him out of them, order. Man. I don't want to ruin my coffee. No, <laughs> they're uh, not a problem. So number five, I've been, I've been caught. Here we go. <clears throat> Show up, take action, and detach from results. So, hmm. um, showing up has to do with a morning routine. Sorry, glasses on and off. Showing up has to do with it, uh, having a right mindset and having a morning routine. Taking action again is having purpose mm -hmm. and having your priorities set. And then being detached from results. We can't be in the uh, result and be present in the moment at the same time. So the way I do it is set up certain times where I review results. It might be weekly for some things, might be quarterly, that I review the results and come up with, okay, this is what we're gonna do. This is the actions we're gonna take. Then I let those go until the next time comes up and I go to work on being present, being with the customer, being with the employees, being with whoever it is I'm with and, and accomplishing you know, that state, that state. It's just such a difference if you could actually listen to people that people will actually talk to you and tell you things that are important. But when you're so busy and so distracted on where you're trying yeah. to go, yeah. that you're not there, they don't want to talk to you. They don't trust you. They're not going to tell you things. And you miss the important things. 
So I also believe in a priority system. I call it, you're familiar with baseball? A bit, all? a bit, a bit. Well, we have a game of baseball mm -hmm. and there's a, there's a home plate where you start. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's my mindset. I get my mindset right every day. That's the first thing I want to do. For me, that's meditation, gratitude, prayer, reading from an inspirational book. Those kind of things get me in the right mindset. Then I get pitcher's mound is life. You know, I don't know what pitch I'm going to get that day. Is it going to mm -hmm. be an earthquake, a tsunami, mm -hmm. a 9-11 attack, or win the lottery? You know, I don't know what pitch I'm going to get, but I know my mindset will determine how I do with it. Can I turn it into something positive or make the best out of a situation? First base for me is my friends and family. Are they taken care of for the day? Because... I want to make sure that happens because when I go to work, which is second base for me, I don't want to be distracted. I yes. want to be able to focus completely. Yes, go down true. the hall. Everybody's on Facebook texting with their, you know, this and that. They haven't really taken care of their family and you'll still get distractions, but they could be quick, you know, more factual things, you know, but I could have the best job in the world. If my family's a mess, I'm a mess. Mm. It isn't, isn't going to matter. And in the least, you That's know, true. So I get that priority straight and then work. When I'm at work, I want to focus 100% on it. Third base to me is community service, saving the world. But mm. if my job's not taken care of, if I'm bouncing my checks, I lose my job or my family's a mess, I'm not much service to an organization. I'm a distraction to them. So I need to show up knowing that my bases are covered. And I just say, and if I get around all those bases, it's a home run. Yes. You know, like I can do everything, but I can't do it all at once. And I need to prioritize what's important. Then when something happens, I can have clarity of boom, my kids need me. I'll see you in an hour. You know, clarity. And I find employers, I say, if you think that your employees are going to prioritize their job ahead of their family, you're crazy. They might tell you they are. But they, they and if they are, should they be? I don't mm -hmm. think they should be. Why do we have a job to support our families? Families. Healthy. So, and I believe that uh, employers start uh, embracing that, that they'll have more success. But employees will trust them more. True. Yeah. True. That's absolutely true. Number six. All right. Number six is, all right, be responsible, practice non-judgment and compassion. Hmm. So being responsible means, uh, uh, just taking ownership of the situation where you are and not being a victim to situations, you know, whatever, none of us had a perfect childhood or a perfect background, but at some point we need to say, this is who I am and I own it. And from here, what can I do? Uh, Non-judgment means to really evaluate situations. We, we've come to the situation where we just label things here in our country is Democrat or Republican, you know, or racist or socialist. You know, we label things and we think we know everything about the person under the label. And I've found that, you know, there's a lot more to people. Yes. And what can, what do we agree on is what we need to start talking about, not just what we disagree on. Could we find the little things in life that we agree on and focus on those? Because what you focus on expands. If I'm judging people, I'm not considering them. I'm not being aware of them. And then having some compassion, which to me is, is consciousness. When I'm conscious of other people, I'm compassionate. I care about them. When I'm just tied up in judgments and in my head and then just moving to the next thing, it's easy for me to be callous 
and you know just <clears throat> disregard people as being people hmm. but if hmm. i can be more hmm. present and more hmm. conscious of people i'm automatically more compassionate doesn't mean i have to solve all the problems of the world but can i move the needle a little bit you know i don't have to solve world hunger but can i join my local food bank can i you know make a donation to something can i you know spend some of my time on something then I think your whole world starts to change when mm. you, when you do that, and you and I think and then that starts to change the whole world. If everybody did a little bit, yes, our problems would not be insurmountable. This was making it last podcast. It's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with other people. Until next time. Making it last. <laughs>